0: Welcome to Risk Roundup. The revolution in information, communication, and digitalization technologies, processes, and connected computers is altering everything from how we communicate, make friends, to how we work, bank, shop, and go to war. The emergence of this whole new world of cyberspace has given nations its government, industries, organizations, academia, and individuals, in short, referred to as NGIOAI, great promise as well as great peril. As the world is undergoing a profound and lasting shift in the relative balance of power among nations, its government, industries, organizations, and academia, in short, referred to as NGIOA, the evolution in cyberspace, will offer each nation as many opportunities as it does challenges. The connected computers, information and communication technology and digitalization capability of information that are revolutionizing each component of a nation and every aspect of a society have leveled the playing field and brought each nation an unprecedented possibility of progress. What needs to be seen is whether in the level playing field how will each individual nation be able to compete and lay a new foundation for lasting prosperity or just decline in cyberspace what is common to all is technology and information and access to it but what is not common is how one uses that information for what purpose and goals while cyberspace has given nations the same starting point in access to technology and information, there are many other variables in geospace that will determine whether a nation will be able to use the information from cyberspace to develop, progress, and succeed in cyberspace, geospace, and space, in short referred to as CGS. Cyberspace has brought each NGIOA to a juncture of revival and reformation or inexorable decline nations that are ruled by governments that destroy incentives discourage innovation and sap the talent of their citizens by creating a tilted playing field and robbing them of opportunities will eventually die from within similarly nations that have been built on exploitation will inevitably fail in cyberspace taking an entire corrupt system down so the question is what can any individual nation do independently and collectively to improve its competitive and innovative position in the world, thereby keeping the scale of cyberspace in its favor? To discuss this further, I'm honored to welcome Professor Valerio De Luca. Professor Valerio is currently the Director of Global Security and Foreign Affairs Program, a joint program Academy Isis and American Studies Center at Rome is also the Secretary General at Diplomatia, Rome, and Executive President at Leader Platform London. He's also the co-founder and chairman of the International Academy for Social and Economic Development, and director of the Global Rules, Ethics, and Economics Network, that involved many research centers at London School of Economics, uh, Science Po of Paris, La Sapienza University of Rome, Strathmore Business School of Nairobi. Welcome, Professor Valerio. We are so honored to have you on RISCAMRE
1: good
0: morning uh, so professor very the world is expected to face extraordinary changes in the coming years with growth as the only constant in those changes in cyberspace growth means more people more devices more connectivity data opportunities as well as risk now the emerging trends in the cyberspace reflect significant shifts of players and actions in the cybersphere that reveal the reconfigurations of interest, influence, and investments in the cyber domain of global politics and power play. What shifts do you see in the world politics and power, if any?
1: Uh, In our century, there is a new subject on the scene of the history. This subject is technology. The technology is reshaping uh, uh, our relationship, uh, uh, the nature of the man and the relationship among different states. And uh, this means that we have to manage these changes that that are reshaping our lives. And also, not only, uh, this important revolution has, has given power to individuals, enhancing freedom and uh, a lot of opportunities. But on the other hand, there are vulnerabilities, risks, that uh, also are global and we need to share. So uh, if I can use a metaphor, this subject is like a child that uh, after uh, he has to walk alone and start to become autonomous, and we have to try to, to manage and control uh, otherwise we lose these uh, opportunities so we are facing um, a lot of um, a lot of uh, challenges and uh, in particular uh, the, the new international world holder is reshaping itself uh, comparing these uh, challenges in technology and innovation
0: Yes, that's a very good point you made there, uh, Professor Valeriu. now it's reported that about close to 50% of the world population is digitally connected today, and in the coming years, almost close to 100% of people in developed nations, as well as about 70%, uh, close to 70% of those in developing nations are expected to be using the connected computers and internet. Internet dependence is just becoming like an electricity dependence and it is not just a concept anymore, but rather the new digital global age reality. Now this new digital global age reality brings each one of us an entirely new world full of opportunities and risks. What will be the expected consequences at each level that is global, regional, national and local?
1: Um, The concept, I I think that... uh... The major uh, issue is uh, security, and uh, the security, even local and national, is uh, now a common good. So, uh, at any level, we uh, to cooperate and uh, share uh, information, uh, to share technologies. Also, the the knowledge is a common good, and research a common good. So. It, we are we living the, in the era of the cooperation and the coordination we need a multilateral approach on the at the international level and also federal one of course this is uh an uh, hope to do so but as as you know uh, especially among nation the isolation and fragmentation also uh is an issue important because the fear sometimes prevail the hope and to the uh, i must say the duty to cooperate and coordinate uh, for example to give you an example in, uh, in europe we have uh, the problem of terrorism and uh, the problem is the uh, uh, problem of coordination comes from uh, the fact that we don't share information about the intelligence system we don't have uh, a unique uh, department of defense so, uh, on one hand, we have have to compete with strong actors like US and Asia countries, Russia and Europe, that is an important ally of these forces uh, uh, have a uh, problem of competition in that field because of the inside fragmentation. So this is an issue that we can talk later.
0: Yes, yes, no, that is absolutely true, you know, that is uh, so very true, and we see that all across nations. Now, nations are beginning to understand the implications of the evolving cyberspace ecosystem, far beyond, you know, their normal user counts, like how many users are using it, crossing economic education, governance, and trade policies entirely. Now, while the relationship between the national policy and cyberspace is very complex and at times indirect, the force and pace of technological change that we see and that is expected in the coming years will present each and every nation challenges and opportunities for its all its components, that is government, industries, organizations, academia, and individuals. How do you see the current and emerging technological change transforming the gl- entire global power dynamics?
1: Yeah, yes, the investment in uh, knowledge, uh, research, uh, innovation is the um, competitive represent the competitive advantage of the big uh, the big nations, uh, of course, uh, uh, any level. And uh, so it means that. Uh, um the counter like for example us uh, that has invested many in the in a lot of uh, uh, money on uh, this uh, sector in particular we know that uh, for example in subspace the obama uh, administration has invested a lot as a problem of national security and uh, and it means and also the UK that the case of UK they also establish uh, a a specific unit and a program of defense on this this means that this uh, important power among uh, among the the world will support industry education at the high level for example as we know that the us is one of the most important in terms of higher education in terms of investment in science research and innovation Take the case of a small country, for example Israel, that uh, uh, because of the problem of uh, uh, terrorism and uh, defense, they invest a lot in the defense system, the innovation, and also in the education. And there are spillovers on the industries. A lot of uh, discoveries and uh, trademarks come from uh, uh, this important investment in in the innovation sector and in the research. uh, but on the other hand at the global level there is uh, an hegemony of some countries that can be uh, in some in some way a problem to approach uh, to other important countries for example to establish to set up uh, an international standards so just uh, some days ago I had the opportunity to have uh, stayed in a round table and to introduce some uh, topics uh, topics about uh, uh, cyber security and some of these participants coming from uh, the industry government also at the local level uh, have some fear of the hegemony and the trends that some hegemonic uh, country can put on the the table. So it's it's important uh, the shift that the global power are facing and we have to uh, understand and to reach some equilibrium on that level because on one hand we have uh, the, some important countries that have the capacity capacity are able to innovate and compete with their industry the strategic industry on the other hand we have uh, the some countries that are not investing as a priority in some in some sector, so we have to try to, to find uh, common ground for this, and not to use the power uh, of to to prevail, but uh, the lead, leading by example, leading by by values, and to cooperate all with each other.
0: Yes, no, that is, uh, that is very uh, true, you know, we do have to find the common ground and I hope that they are able to do it. Now, what are the strategic trends that you see across nations, its government, industries, organizations and academia, in cyberspace, geospace and space? Because there are so many changes happening so rapidly. So, w- from based on your analysis, what are the strategic trends that you see? Um,
1: the strategies is, is uh uh, first of all, to uh, facilitate uh, the investment in some important sector. The, as I was saying, the, the most important countries decide to uh, to invest in research, in science, and uh, to find the good rule of law that can incentivize by, for example, using uh, taxes or give some incentives to some special sectors. And uh, I like in this interview to to compare Europe and United States and other important countries. We have uh, the problem uh, of the public debt, the crisis, economic crisis in Europe and in Italy has really uh, weakened our uh, capacity to invest in research, in education and innovation. We have also the state aid regulation that put limits on the to invest in companies that are strategic from the government. So in Italy and in Europe, we don't have the strong opportunity to put the public money in the private sector and to innovate to incentive because this kind of incentives and stimulus can be considered a problem that uh, uh, weaken the European competition. So uh, the law, the law, the law of competition and uh, intellectual property trademarks play a very important uh, uh, competitive advantage in this uh, in this field. So also the rule of law, the standard and uh, international standards are very important to the global level to set up these new agreements. Uh, for example, the TTIP, the, the new uh, transatlantic agreement, could be an opportunity, is that uh, there's uh, opportunity with the US and Europe to in some way develop uh, some international standard on this issue.
0: Yes. No. Those are some really good, uh, very important points that you made that do affect, you know, the strategic trends in the geo space. But at the same time, also the cyberspace is moving so rapidly, and we have uh, the such a, you know, expansion of in the usage of internet globally, and mo- mobile phones, and cloud platforms, and data center operations and management, and biometric authentication, uh, and increasing. The, and privacy and confidentiality challenges that each nation face, So these are a lot of things going on in cyberspace, uh, and the growing cyber attacks. They they are all creating very, you know, significant impact across the cyberspace, geospace and space, so we'll have to see how those strategic trends, you know, impact each individual nation and how they impact them. Now, how should any nation or any and all of its components, that is government, industries, organizations and academia evaluate and prepare for the impact of a digital global age? In
1: particular, I think that uh the problem of velocity and the implementation of technology put a very severe uh, challenge to the, to the civil rights in the in general the human rights privacy uh, to for the consumers and uh, in some way to the dignity of the people We should think about the healthcare system and the technology applied so there are care and problem of privacy, or the, how how is important uh, the, the management of the big data and uh, the international the internet of things that uh, now is connected to more than uh, five billion of uh, of devices in this year. So uh, we have uh, that, that's why I told that we have to lead by values. And to live by uh, to have very clear that the technology is an instrument to pursue prosperity, security, and the protection of human rights. But if the technology uh, became not uh, became an end that uh, include all the other ends, the problem is that uh, the shift is from a mean. Hand and uh, the hand of human rights and prosperity maybe uh, is very became vulnerable and uh, so we risk to that to achieve some important technology uh, improvement we risk to uh, to limit privacy the dignity of the person and to use uh, to uh, uh, not empower values. That are at the basis of our civilization.
0: Yes, no, those are, uh, you make some really good points there, uh, Professor Valerio. And I think each and every nation will have to evaluate some very quick key questions like what are the global mega trends emerging in cyberspace that will lead to bigger change over the next decade? Now, how will these trends impact information and communication technology? and how will it impact the respective nations now or will these predictions be accurate enough that the policymakers at all levels global national local that they will be able to anticipate how today's choices will lead to different futures results in uh, cyberspace so these are a lot of questions every, each and every nation will have to evaluate and uh, come to proper analysis to be able to take a step forward now the growth in cyberspace is driven and shaped by a number of variables and external factors many of which can be amplified or influenced by public policy choices that are made at the global national or regional or local levels now as artificial intelligence robotics cloud computing cloud computing the internet of things big data and cyber security loom large on almost each and every nation's agenda it is important to evaluate the transformative elements that will define the future terrain of cyberspace and geospace in each individual nation. How will public policies impact potential cyber growth? What are the tectonic shifts that will impact cyberspace and cybersecurity in general? And how will policies expand or contract opportunities? for that nation and that particular region. So do you think that these are the kind of questions each and every nation are trying to evaluate from your perspective?
1: I think that um, uh, this is a problem of the culture. Uh, To give you uh, an an example, in Italy, our prime minister is uh, uh, investing uh, uh, a lot on technology. He's is a, a 14 years old man and he's used to have uh, uh, to use the technologies and uh, to be on social networks and uh, to invest on, uh, on, uh, on this culture. Uh, for the next month we will have the Internet Summit and he, he last, uh, last month he, he launched the broadband uh, the connection that we cover in 20 years all Italy for velocity uh, and connection on internet. He wants to start a um, cybersecurity agency. So uh, of course, this is uh, the, the the government and uh, uh, nation take count on this because they know that improving the growth of innovation and technologies. This means the spillovers on uh, jobs creation and uh, the important improvement in sector like health and welfare in general. But on the other hand, we have to uh, be uh, conscious uh, about the fact that, for example, the introduction of uh, this important uh, innovation can also have some risk you an example the, the replacement of machine for the job the problem of technology technological unemployment. All, also the for example the driverless car will have an important impact on the insurance sector and they, um, you mentioned the education the online education will be always more and more impact at the university so we are also always to balance the downside of uh, this uh, new uh, innovation and as you know uh, the, the politics prime minister the government have also to look at the uh, electoral election electoral cycle that is very short the election cycle so some of important uh, uh, regulation or innovation they are that that are important in the long term maybe they don't want to get the risk to introduce immediately because there can be a a disadvantage for the next election so politics take in in important consideration the role of the technologies in the growth but on the other hand they have a short view a shorter means there is a shorter they look at the, 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 the political cycle, and so sometimes we have to manage the importance on to introduce uh, important innovation in technology and to look for the future also near. And on the other hand, the problem that we face are, that, for example, so the job creation, the welfare that maybe can give them a feedback on both immediately uh, instead of other important innovation that this spillover you will see in the, in the future.
0: No, that I'm so pleased to hear the, the kind of leadership that your nation's uh, government is uh, showing, and uh, I hope that you know more nations uh, show that kind of leadership to prepare themselves for the digital global age. And that is really good to know that, Professor Valerio. Now, while most nations see an increased frequency of cyber attacks on its assets and has taken some measures to secure his digital assets and infrastructure, the effort seems to be only like a drop in the ocean. It seems that the mere effort of nation's investment in security technology innovations and promoting voluntary public-private partnership is not enough anymore. And it is far from answering all the complex challenges of the cyber threat or cyberspace as they exist today. The complex challenges are making it Increasingly clear that each nation should individually and collectively identify, understand, evaluate, and manage its security vulnerabilities in not only cyberspace but also in geospace and space that is, CGS. However, nations lack an integrated security risk management framework currently. No nation has that. How can cybersecurity risk be effectively managed when we don't have effective security-centric integrated risk management framework?
1: Uh, as I, I mentioned before the two countries like UK and US, they are investing in risk management and in education, in partnership, public-private partnership um, and program with the uh, the industry, the private sector. And uh, in Italy and in Europe, uh, it's not the same. So the idea is to invest in the prevention, to prevent uh, the risk and uh, the attacks. That, as you as you told before, uh, is so invisible, uh, so uh, is everywhere that we can detect, you know, we can't prevent uh, and control. So, uh, the role of the intelligence, also the economic intelligence, to uh, control and to uh, to, to, to use to have some mechanism of risk management inside the, the most important strategic industries or the, the, the defense and the interior departments. Uh, to use also uh, this kind of uh, uh, important mechanism of, of risk management, of course, will help to detect and to help uh, this kind of uh, of attacks. But also it's important to invest in the culture of the individuals, because also the individuals have to be conscious of this problem. So, um, I, I talk, I talk uh, as a European and Italian, we don't have this kind of culture now that uh, uh, the fact that we have to be conscious about these cyber attacks the fact that uh, companies have to be uh, conscious about these uh, this problem and as you know most of the companies and the industry that are attacked by these uh, this, uh, this uh, problem don't uh, uh, don't uh, uh, say publicly that they, they are attacked by this because of problem of reputation. So on some end, we have the problem that this kind of information are keep it private and managed inside. And so we don't have the, the, the opportunity to share this kind of information. And yeah. on the side of the department, we, we have the problem of sharing information among countries, information that are very important, very sensitive, on this issue, so uh, even if we are experiencing this uh, age of terrorism in Europe and particularly in Italy, they to invest in the prevention. So invest to uh, to, to talk to uh, to the media and uh, to try to uh, use the intelligence sector to detect and to coordinate. Inside nation is one of the most important
0: yes and, yes.
1: and uh, for another example is the uh, to give another example uh, that it's important to uh, control and to protect the strategic infrastructure of the country to give you an example Italy as the, the the telecom the most important uh, uh, company on telecom uh, now in Italy the control is now in the French hand so, just two weeks ago, the most important telecom company that has strategic interest and on its uh, infrastructure pass all services and data and information that are sent now are in the hands of the French. So, it's also important to, to do this because sometimes some countries like Italy and other Europe are vulnerable. Uh, on because of the crisis on the economic side also on the social one so it's important also to control and to keep safe these strategic infrastructure and also the government have to protect them because if you leave if you leave these important issues in the hand of all, only on the private side the profit risk to be uh, uh, the center of the interest not to the public in the public sphere so, uh, this is some, uh, some important points that uh, I like to touch just to stress the problematic that we, we are facing in Italy and in Europe.
0: Yes, I know that that's uh, really good information that you provided there. Now, although cyberspace has the potential to transform NGOAI and society, there are possibilities of failure. A failure to fulfill the potential of technology to positively transform nations. Uh, because of concerns about cybersecurity, cyberspace potential could be thwarted by protectionist economic policies and government resistance to the rapidly changing technological environment. Now, this could inhibit cooperation and isolate nations instead of taking advantage. Of projected cyber growth, governments could restrict technology trade uh, control and control the flow of information. Is there a possibility of such response because of the challenges that we see in cyberspace and cyber security? What impact do you see if such actions prevail?
1: I think uh, I think so. This is a good uh, good question because uh, I because uh, when the they fail prevail on the hope and on the coordination and the cooperation among states, among individuals, among the industries, that they want to, of course, uh, affect their, their national security and trademark and so on. Of course, uh, is, is comprehensible that it will, that will happen. And uh, because all of the next, uh, uh, I would say, the press at the present, uh, the competition, the competitive advantage will put at the center of technology, innovation, and research. Of course, some of the big champions uh, in the industry sector, in the government, will try to isolate the other from sharing information and the technology. To give you an example China, we know how China is, some way on one hand, investing in technology and innovation on the other hand is, it, is are isolating the other country from this improvement uh, for example korea the uh, south korea the, 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 the possible attack on the nuclear uh, weapon in korea is a way to, that represents the isolation and the fragmentation in the asian side so uh, e, Sometimes there are, are possibilities of failure, this kind of failure comes from the fear of some nation that culturally are isolated in the, in, the, in the global scenario and on the other hand the countries that are strong that are investing in, in this kind of important, important innovation like cyber security, Will try to keep the technology by themselves because they keep their competitive advantage that they don't want to share. Uh, before I give you the example of uh, U.S. and U.K., that uh, they are investing a lot culturally, uh, ethically, financially, and but they are trying to set up the standard for the for the other for the other for the world. So on the other on one end is good because we are investing in that uh, field of the cybersecurity. On the other hand, countries are here fear, fear to share important information about infrastructure, about uh, um, uh, some political secret, I would say, the government uh, uh, sensitive information. So it's always uh, uh, it's important to see To to realize that sometimes this important uh, uh, driver uh, of innovation could be failed not because we we don't have uh, the the instrument but because of the mm, distrust of uh, national uh, national level government level and also individual level so the problem of the trust is that uh, at the uh, in my opinion, is at the, the center, at the core of uh, the problem of coordination and can fail uh, because of this.
0: Yes, 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 now that is very, very true. Now, many nations lack necessary cyber infrastructure the lack of digital infrastructure in turn discourages opportunities and innovation in cyberspace and geospace making it very difficult to adequately address nation cybersecurity needs leaving each of its component with outdated information communication and digital technology and make them vulnerable to cybersecurity threats so when cybersecurity attack Uh, cybersecurity challenges and cyber attacks plague governments. Instead of managing cybersecurity risks to support private and public economic growth in CGS, governments tend to invest resources in cyber defense technologies for their public institution. And that is understandable, but they are at times outdated. So uh, how can there be a proper balance of cyber defense and cyber growth for nations? Uh,
1: this is a very important uh, um, balance to achieve uh, uh, as uh, uh, I was meant to say before uh, the financial and economic crisis uh, in Europe uh, put the governments to set up priorities and uh, to invest money in, uh, in defence. Uh, in, defend, in the defense sector and in important infrastructure, not only in material but also immaterial one, uh, it's uh, really a problem because on one end we have to pursue the growth and with the job creation and to social creation, and we don't we lose uh, the the the, um, the sensitive the sense of the role of uh, uh, the vulnerability that come from the cyberspace. So uh, I think that I'm very'm I'm pessimistic in, uh, in the area where I live that uh, this balance you can't reach this balance in this moment uh, for many reasons so uh, I'm, it's important is an important problem but uh, in this uh, in this period of time, the priority for Europe, for Italy, and then all in the Mediterranean are problems that are related to the social, social side. So, for example, the close of migration is as an as a priority that, of course, involves the problem of uh, defense because a lot of terrorists come inside this close of migration. But we are most, we are more interested to solve the problem. As a, of the migrat- migrants as, in, as a whole that to be the to attention of this problem of uh, terrorist attacks and, and so on. So I think that uh, we don't have uh, we have to realize that uh, uh, as in uh, for example in Israel or US that uh, we can achieve prosperity and uh, the growth, investing in research, defense, innovation, And this is an important spillover on this. So, uh, as you know, the internet comes from important investment in the defense sector and uh, all the major ideas come from the the, the state. Uh, I I read recently an important book uh, called Startup Nation and explain how Israel became an important uh, state as an innovator and uh, how, how the growth, uh, the, the prosperity in that country that doesn't have uh, 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 primary resources and the desert and so on, come essentially from education, innovation, research. And so this is the case that uh, uh, can have to bring uh, to the attention of the, the governments. But this balance, uh, I think that uh, will be very difficult to reach in Europe and we will lose the competitive advantage in, in confront not say of course is from us but the problem if if we lose the competitive advantage uh, comparing to our enemies i mean arab countries and uh, other other asian countries that maybe are different uh, interests in the, the scenario about us so we don't. We have to lose. We have to, to to have a vision of the long term, and not to 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 look at our particular uh, problem. And, uh, and we have to share also uh, this vision in Europe. And I think that uh, U.S. has a, a leadership uh, on, the, on that side.
0: Right, no, that is is very important uh, uh, analysis that you made there. And uh, I I hope that, you know, nations can uh, learn from that and uh, make some good use of that. Now, it is known that cyberspace risks are not just from the commonly recognized sources, such as cyber criminals, malware, or even at times state-sponsored cyber attacks, as they can emerge they also can emerge from a nation's policies. Now, nations' digitalized response to education and workforce needs, governance models, information sharing, trade liberalization, as well as international cooperation to resolve cyber conflict will likely shape the future of cyberspace across nations. Uh, Now, based on your observation, which nation leads in the race to the digital global age?
1: Uh, as uh, I, I I said before, uh, the most of the, the nation that are leading this important uh, sector, that uh, for me uh, that I'm going to learn every day more, and uh, is very important the cybersecurity because uh, uh, because of the uh, the importance of the different spaces that connects our lives is very important on this. And if you we look to U.S. and Israel again, and China. That are all the most important countries that are leading the world. So uh, it's uh, there's a combination between the the the, the, the leadership, the the, the the will to prevail, to set up vision globally, and with the the investment on the cyberspace and innovation. Uh, uk that is close to europe is invested uh, 800 uh, maybe kind of like of nine 900 of pounds millions on to set up a program and a department on this they want to, to make safe and secure and help this in the, the cyberspace uh, they are they are setting up a program with industries partnership program to dialogue, to share information, and also they are building uh, skills and capacities, and we are investing in education. So uh, if uh, um, uh, the government understands that they should have an holistic approach on that problem, not only to see the cyber space on the technical side but understand that this is not the future but the present, they can understand that right now that investing in the education, research, the knowledge and the health sector and to put at the center the innovation uh, will, uh, will would be uh, an important uh, important thing. So we are uh, unhappy because Italy and Europe are very close allied to US and we have also to to see that also Russia uh, as an important player are investing a lot on this important uh, engineering side and also could be uh, an important support for Europe on the defense side. So in the future, the the strategic role of investment in cyber security could play an important uh, an important role in the, uh, the equilibria at the global level so uh, and all, only the big and important uh, country that uh, have money and the public uh, money to invest in that sector can culturally do, do so like the u.s can achieve an important leading uh, leading uh, and strategic role of course, as I said at the beginning, the most important thing is uh, is not to lose the values, the universal values, and the vision that these important countries have to protect. So we don't we don't have to to lose these important purpose, because sometimes to achieve some important goals in the technology and innovation sector, we lose the, the most important values that have to 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 inspire the and uh, the action of the most the the important state uh, of the state.
0: No oh, that that is a very good information you provided, and I hope that that close. Uh, working relationship bit, uh, between the nations that we just talked about, we see more of that across nations to be able to manage the security challenges that we face in cyberspace and because of cyberspace in geospace and space, so uh, I, there, there is a hope it seems. Now the growth of social media, e-commerce and e-governance has made cyberspace policy a very critical issue across nations. Now, while cyberspace is currently an area where almost no rules of engagement apply, each nation will face difficulties in creating a stable environment for conflicting national opinions regarding freedom of internet, application of international law, and problems associated with the origin of this security challenges. So while information and cyberspace has no borders and no recognized rules of engagement yet or global regulations or regulatory body data has its origin ownership and boundaries so there are many including nation states freelancers criminals and terrorists that consider cyberspace outside the pale of global jurisdiction and while some agreements have emerged concerning cybercrime Interpretation of cyber warfare remains outside any binding legal obligation. In the absence of a consensus on cyber norms, every nation, its government, industries, organizations, academia, and individuals, that is is, they are all at risk. How should this be addressed? Uh,
1: This is uh, the the, the cyberspace is the, the... the wisdom of uh, freedom so it's always a problem to uh, to limit uh, this source of information and uh, of course uh, uh, problem of privacy problem of uh, cyber crime uh, also of an ideological and anarchic approach on the cyber space can uh, sometimes put problem uh, on the freedom of speech and to limit uh, uh, flows of, of uh, services and uh, and so on, but this is the the challenge uh, that we uh, we face because uh, the, the, the thing that most important thing is also a cultural one. So it's important that the uh, Lenians uh, native digital and also. Uh, Important authority like the school and, uh, and academia and uh, other important, and also the media can educate people with the right use of the of the information, and also to educate people and young and students how to use correctly and to be conscious about the instrument. I'm not, I don't want to say that they have to in some way. Control or to in some way to influence that use, but it's very important that we know what, uh, what what are the risks and the vulnerabilities that come from the the the, the cyberspace. So uh, and on, uh, the challenge is also not to put too much regulation and to, to, to balance, uh, to make a balance uh, among the hard regulation. I would say the the regulation of the internet and how much is important to 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 leave with uh, regulation to the private sector so there's also a balance of the self regulation between self-regulation and and uh, on the other hand the regulation the the ethics is also important The ca- ethics uh, ethics of conduct uh, in that uh, in that issues if we leave uh, for example the freedom of speech to the, we don't really need don't limit this on the other hand the private sector of some authorities have to control uh, uh, the criteria and the standard. So it's, uh, uh, this, is, this is a really real challenges on these uh, issues because involve the freedom of the individuals on one end and the other one the, sometimes the necessity of the public sector to control. So, if you, in this uh, kind of uh, uh, confrontation of the forces, we will uh, will measure uh, the, the success of uh, our culture in the public place.
0: Yes, no, this is a very difficult challenge for each and every nation. Now, each nation has a great talent and creative power. However, there are only few nations that are expected to benefit from the cyberspace and uh, due to cyberspace. Why is that so? Why would not all the nations benefit from uh, cyberspace?
1: It's it's, uh, mm, always a problem of uh, culture. Uh, Again, uh, uh, to give you an example, that could be a contradiction. As you know, Italy is uh, maybe the country of uh, be considered as a creative we have uh, uh, a lot of uh, in design and in fashion and uh, we had a lot of uh, of uh, small and medium uh, enterprises that uh, are succeeding succeeding in 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 the world as a uh, very competitive uh, in the in that important important field. Are also, in, we, we have an important position in art and music and so on. So, uh, the fact that a uh, country uh, has an important uh, uh, role as a talented nation, talented individual, and in the creative uh, in the creative uh, area, on the other, it doesn't mean that they they, they are stimulated. Uh, by or they are uh, they, they have an improved cyberspace uh, uh, role in, uh, in the scenario. I, I would say that uh, in Italy we don't have this kind of culture about internet because about the education. Some years ago we passed the idea that we have to learn English, we have to learn informatics uh, and so on. So the uh, it's uh, it's not come together the fact that uh, there is a talented and creative people and uh, together to understand that cyberspace uh, cyber space could be an important uh, an important uh, space where they can express their uh, their talent So this is a challenge for uh, for our nation and uh, we look to some important, uh, for example, in Asia, to give you another example, they are hard workers, they are people that are studying a lot, they are invested a lot in education, they are not so much credit, but they are achieving an important standard in the, in that field, in the field of cyberspace. So I think that uh, to invest in education and in research is at the, at the beginning uh, in the schools, and it is important for the, for um, to, to, to have um, an important standard of life, but it's also important for the growth of, uh, of a nation.
0: Yes, yes, no, that is very true. Now, in a digital global age, only cyberspace innovators, entrepreneurs, and businesses can or are expected to achieve and sustain competitive advantage by re- recognizing the central role of innovation the uncomfortable truth that innovation grows out of pressure and challenges like what NGIOAI, that means nations its government industries organizations academia, and individuals are facing now in cyberspace is very complex and challenging for most nations however what better time than now when everyone and everything is at risk because of cyberspace do you think that uh, ngia leadership will be able to create a dynamic collaborative open and challenging environment or create policies to diminish the impact of cyberspace to maintain the status quo, what would happen?
1: I think so. I think that uh, the civil society, the academia and uh, the private sector uh, can do more than uh, itself, than the public sector. The coordination among universities the shared uh, economy, the, the, the knowledge, the share of ideas, sharing ideas and knowledge could be uh, for sure uh, uh, an impulse to, uh, to create uh, an important uh, common place where uh, ideas uh, and uh, creations and uh, research solutions, a pragmatic solution can be achieved so uh, it's uh, i am i'm very i'm very uh, i trust in the, in the power of individuals and in the civil societies to self-organize and to find uh, uh, some uh, uh, important ways to co- cooperate and coordinate and uh, i think that to uh, find the uh, important uh, channel of collective action on these uh, issues could be important we can look for example to the uh, Arab Spring even if they failed we we saw how was important the, the role of individuals and, uh, and collecting data to achieve some important uh, results so they disintermediate completely the state so um, the technology and important the academia and civil society uh, because of technologies they will be empowered their freedom and their capabilities the the important thing is that the people have to be conscious about this if they don't know that they can be empowered uh, they can be uh, they're not only the state but also other individuals they are isolated they can't have the the perception of how much important is the technologies and the use of technologies, if people join uh, in achieve some important goals, even uh, against the government and against some multinational. So the role of technology and, and, uh, and the, the, the bloc sphere or infosfera, the role of cyberspace, uh, that is, uh, as you said at the beginning, the build um, is not, the, the, there will be no more the separation between reality and uh, cyberspace because we live now because of the internet of things, big data flows, and everything. we live in an environment that we can exit. So, even the anarchic approach of uh, people that think that uh, can uh, escape from the cyberspace is now, nowadays, no more uh, tractable. I mean, we can, uh, there is no more this option. So if you understand that we live in the same space, there is no option of exit and uh, we we have to stay and to cooperate and most of all to be conscious of the instrument, uh, to use the instrument correctly and that uh, we as individuals, we as the people have a lot of power and the problem is how to use this power and because uh, another issue important issues is always to feel that if we have some power there is also other people that can use this power against. That's why it's so important uh, the role of cyber security because and to look at cyber security as a global common good that we have all to share. So we need uh, an approach, an holistic approach that involves all the policies at global and uh, coordination of different policies for a regulation or uh, international standard to uh, create uh, this common ground in, um, in each and in inter- interdisciplinary way so we should have uh, uh, like in UK they they start to educate the people on technology and cyber security in each uh, in each sector so in the health uh, in the in the e government in, uh, in economics in finance so if we understand that uh, cyber security will cut transversally all these important sectors uh, we understand the importance of uh, uh, of to uh, invest uh, resources and uh, our collective intelligence in uh, in this in this field.
0: Right, no, that, that's very, very important. Those are very important points that you made and very good analysis. I'm sure it's uh, going to benefit our global viewers and listeners to understand that. Now, in the continuing debate over the competitiveness of nations in cyberspace, no topic engenders more argument or create less understanding than the role of the government. Government's proper role in cyberspace is probably as a catalyst and a challenger and it is most certainly to encourage or even push industries to raise their aspirations and move to higher levels of competitive performance even though this process is not going to be easy and it could be very difficult. So do you think the governments are doing justice to that role?
1: Yes, I think that uh Uh, In the rhetoric of globalization, we see that uh, the sovereign state play no more important role like in the past. Uh, We see that, uh, of course, uh, there are other important players, like you mentioned the big uh, digital companies that uh, are a state in a state, uh, are very important players, they look like, uh, for example, Google or Facebook. They, are, they have so important power that also can challenge the, the, the state. But uh, the disease, uh, 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 we have to understand, that the government should understand that uh, in uh, cyberspace, they can have an important role. I think that the state as an innovator could be the driver, Can be the nation state can uh, uh, get back uh, the importance uh, and the authority that they had in the, in the past century to use the role of a technology and in, uh, in the, the service space as a driver to innovation, to growth, and to job creation. So I think that uh, uh, the state can come back on the as a um, real uh, great actor on the most important uh, Mm -hmm. challenges that uh, we are facing and also is more very very important the role of public and private partnership so on one hand the the sovereign state can't come back to the uh, success that ideologically they had in the past because we live in the globalization but on the other side because of the issues of the security is an issue that you just can't face on the national state of course for some part of this it's important that in the cyber security sector they can play an important role investing in the cyber security field there can be spillovers on and effect on the social and economic level uh, join a partnership with the private sector uh, using some incentives or stimulus uh, on, on that side can be very, very important. Another example the, the transferring of knowledge and know how from uh, university and the research center to the economic uh, side of the companies and uh, in some way uh, foster this uh, important uh, transferring, transferring of knowledge. On the, from public sector to private sector uh, can build uh, important uh, infrastructure that is not only material but also virtual and immaterial. So the government, the state, play a very important role. Uh, it was a book, a very interesting book, uh, wrote uh, that uh, professor uh, Italian professor. It was a woman wrote just last year uh, called State Innovator, and he mentioned uh, all of uh, all the most important uh, shift in the innovation and the revolution in the internet come from investment, coming from state investment. So we have to recognize that uh, the role uh, the role of the all most important state play in that field and. Uh, on the other hand, we have to understand that the state is not more the, at the center of the of the scene, but can be an important active player in building and coordinating with the civil society and, and the economic side to grow the, not only the the prosperity and of the nation, but also uh, of uh, the region and macro region in the world. So i uh I very agree on this
0: yes yes no that is that is very true now one of the primary challenges facing policymakers is how to balance massive technological change and simultaneously manage the new generation of risks to its security from cyberspace and because of cyberspace in geospace and space while the government has critical responsibilities for fundamentals like. Primary and secondary education, national infrastructure, research in areas of you know broad national concerns such as healthcare, pollution, uh, poverty, corruption, and all, so on. And none of these, to me, it seems that none of these national concerns plays a priority when compared to cybersecurity and cyberspace today. The government has a vital role in helping secure the cyberspace and shape the goals of cyberspace, its investors, innovators, entrepreneurs, businesses, employees, and educators through policies that are sensible and workable in so many different areas. So the manner in which the cyber policies are shaped will in turn determine the behavior and success of cyberspace and cybersecurity. The government should aim to encourage Sustained investment in cyber skills in innovation and in physical and virtual Cyber assets now while there is a need to harmonize Cyberspace laws and standards that affect cyber security given the nature of the internet and the borderless Cyberspace developing global laws and standards rather than ones that are unique to each nation is a fundamental necessity Do you see any movement in that direction?
1: I think that um uh, it was very interesting that I was reading the U.S. National Security Report and uh, of you know, Mr. of President Obama and put the climate change inside the policy of security, national security. So it means that uh, uh, again, if we understand that, that the, um, the cyber security, the cyber uh, re- general, have to be approached as an, an holistic approach. So if we see uh, the importance of uh, uh, the role that cyberspace plays in our lives, it it will be so important from government to understand that shaping uh, this, uh, the rules, the regulation on that side, uh, coordinating uh, with other states, define international standards. could play and foster prosperity in, uh, in for everybody. But again, the forces of um, fragmentation, the fear that uh, uh, sharing ideas, sharing information, data, knowledge, in some way can attack the competitive advantage that some of the state can be reached in some, uh, I know in some uh, sector, could be could be um, uh, something can can block this uh, important uh, uh, attitude to cooperate. So on one end, I think that the the approach has to be as a global vision, has to be an holistic approach, has to involve as much possible uh, uh, private uh, individual. Uh, uh, government public sector the public sector has to do to play the important role in particular to set up the legal uh, the legal perimeter perimeter of uh, the legal uh, limits of uh, the action in that field and leave to the individuals to the self-regulation of the freedom uh, of the research the freedom of speech and so on the the, the right uh, uh, the right limit and uh, it's important for me uh, as a professor that uh, the most important thing is uh, to invest in education and uh, in research so the role of academia in partnership with uh, in the research centers and uh, science and technology and, and uh, private sectors play an important role because if the government uh, don't help us to pursue the important goal that technologies uh, give us, we can do this by ourselves. So the, 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 I think that the most important uh, and the message that I want to leave uh, with this interview is that uh, the technology can really empower individuals. They disintermediate the state. So the, fa- the failure of some state doesn't mean that it is the failure of the cyber security or the cyber, uh, the cyber state, because the individual, if they are conscious, they are educated to use the instrument, they can do by themselves. So uh, the, the, for the first time, the individual, the civil society can play an important role, the coordination of the collective action on the on internet the coordination of people like you and me and to two to change the sharing of idea and all information can play an important role because of the nature of the cyberspace the government can control have the power and more more they want to control more they lose and yes so uh, mm, uh, the, the technology and the cyberspace and the cybersecurity that I really understand because I'm at the beginning of the studies of these issues, I really understand that uh, it's involved security in energies, food security, uh, security in, in different fields, not only the security about every uh, terrorist attack of hackers and so on, but uh, because of the pervasive action of the, the technology, the technology and cyber states will be not only around us but inside us. I mean the, the, the international the artificial intelligence, all the the, the combination between uh, devices and the healthcare and uh, and uh, all, all these things are so purposeful that are reshaping our nature, the relationship between people and people and state, state and state. So, uh, uh, and how the, the way uh, through uh, the important uh, and uh, important countries uh, uh, see, look is uh, important, at uh, this important, look at you know, this important approach. Will make the difference in the global international order so i think that in the near future we will see how the different uh, balance of power will be reshaped so we will have china and the asian on one side and we have hopefully i think so u.s and europe together uh, the role of russia in this scenario is critical and also, uh, how, how, how much is important the role of cyberspace in the in the fight of the terrorism? Uh, as you, everybody can see, how the terrorists of the Daesh and Islamic State use the cyberspace for propaganda to 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 collect data information. How in the cyberspace they can finance a lot of how they can coordinate so uh, if we understand how much is important the, our role our power as individual in the cyberspace we can also understand the difference between the good and the evil and uh, we can uh, in some way be uh, uh, owner of our destiny this is the most important we don't like in the last century the state that think about us Europe because maybe US another in, uh, in, uh, in Europe and uh, we have uh, an approach that the government take care of the individuals. the the cyberspace and the to be conscious how much is important the security in cyberspace, space the, the role of risk management uh, that can come from individuals to the business to the government how much is important to to take care of this issue because it's a issue also survival so uh, i think that uh, i'm very happy to live and to be involved in these important issues as a beginner now but uh, i am confident and uh, i'm conscious of the challenges and the risk and the potential uh, and the opportunities that uh, are at stake.
0: Now, you you made a really interesting point there that it is not a time of control. You are absolutely right, it is not a time to control. It is a time for collaboration and cooperation to manage this kind of complex integrated and interdependent security risk that we all face in cyberspace and because of cyberspace. Now, there are many governments whose focus has historically been more on compliance over security. If you see all of our governance models, you know, across nations, they are all focused on compliance. Now this is expected to result in regular and very pervasive data breaches, which in turn will lead to very reactive regulatory attempts to improve data production. Now, in the coming years, nations will likely struggle with the challenges of cybersecurity because its responses will often be limited to its own geographical territories, despite the transborder nature of internet infrastructure and in spite of the common understanding that unless all nations and all its components that is, government, industries, organizations, and academia work together, cybersecurity cannot be achieved. Do you think will nations and its components ever be able to work together?
1: Uh, sometimes we forget that uh, uh, we are the state. So, it is not an artificial construction uh, and an, ab- an, ob- an object this, this is, a, this is a subject that is built by people. And uh, so, uh, as uh, individuals, uh, we, we have uh, some Forces that is against cooperation and egoism and individualism sometimes uh, can prevail, as uh, you know. All the, soci- you know, the sociological studies say that uh, the one of the problem of technologies is that uh, they power individual, but also they isolate the individual inside the, the society, because you can reach whatever you want just to use the technologies and uh, so sometimes uh, uh, the fragmentation the isolation that uh, uh, I could say the narcissism that uh, we face uh, uh, the relationship that we can uh, we can uh, have uh, in the cyberspace there are more for example the private relationship we don't Sometimes the, I know that uh, the young students uh, use a lot of math or very much this kind of uh, approach on the social network. So on one hand, uh, the technology can uh, empower individuals and isolate him from the contest. Oh. On the other hand, the, for, by nature, the flows of information, data and knowledge uh, give the power uh, if we coordinate. So, uh, it's uh, always important uh, depending of the nature of the human being that reflect the nature and the culture of the state so there are uh, states like in, uh, in Europe that are more individual uh, like also maybe most of them uh, are US and are other important uh, big, big state like China that has the sense of community but on the other end because they have the sense of community, they don't, the, the government block the, the the use of the country. In the same, you could say, in the, in the Arab countries, they are more, they have the sense of uh, the group, of the team. And I have to say that unlikely we lost in Europe because the modernity gives the individual more important uh, uh, no? And the religion in Europe don't have this important. Uh, we have the secular society, secular uh, uh, and ideological uh, approach now. So the, the sense of God, the sense of uh, of the religion, is a way to uh, unify people. No. So uh, and uh, it's important to understand that uh, uh, culturally. The technology can improve the sense of isolation Uh, uh, and uh, this is in the nature of the human being so if we understand that we can have the opportunity to coordinate to share and we see in the shared economy now the future is into the empathy in the sharing economy all the services are from the car from uh, the internet and other important things are shared so maybe the nature of the 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 cyberspace and the technology we experience daily in the daily life can understand we understand that we can reach a common goal using that so it's always a problem of uh, consciousness of ethics uh, and how the people a single individual uh, feel itself inside the society from which family they come so it's uh, different forces and different culture so if you ask me if uh, i'm optimistic is the i have a culturally an approach a realistic approach so uh, sometimes people are egoists and the state also have this kind of approach so if uh, we understand that uh, could be an egoistic cooperation, and we can achieve uh, common uh, uh, success, common uh, and uh, common ground. just coordinate all together. Maybe we can uh, we can uh, achieve in some part of the of the world some kind of cooperation result. But I don't think uh, ideologically in the idea that the technology will unify the world, will uh, uh, give us uh, the idea of uh, 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 peace and security and so on. So, I'm more of uh, a pragmatic and uh, realistic approach because I believe in the human and the human have different forces uh, inside, so we created the technology but technology is an instrument that we can use uh, against ourselves, against our society, uh, against the state, and uh, and so we have to manage this dual uh, nature that is inside the state and the human being. So, uh, maybe I say this because I live in Italy and in Europe where we are experiencing, for example, the the flows of migrants, and uh, we we build... uh, our European solidarity, but uh, and within the treaties of the uh, European Union is mentioned the, the, the solidarity among nations. But when this is the problem of migrants, we see that we don't want to build the wall, not uh, wants to, to guess these people coming from abroad. And uh, when uh, we look at uh, the common market, we see that uh, only some giant uh, of important states uh, have the hegemony and the power to do to so and uh, so uh, we are very critical we set up a union european union that uh, for uh, u.s for other important uh, countries was a model of unification of to put all the values the culture all together but we see that uh, we can this is uh, that these are these values are uh, important not or are just on the, the treaties but when uh, problems and uh, crises like the economic crisis and uh, the terroristic attacks and problem of migrants come we see that this uh, building is uh, uh, an empty house is an empty common house so we face the problem of terrorists we don't have a common uh, defense policy uh, we don't have, uh, we don't want to share our information on the intelligence side. We don't, uh, we don't have a common standard of um, on uh, cybersecurity. We don't uh, invest in infrastructure. So, or the most important country, the see don't want to share the infrastructure with us. And, uh, and so there are many problems that come when problems arise. The economic crisis uh, show, for example, in the case of the Greece, how the Germany that uh, you know or other important countries that have Germany didn't want to help uh, the Greece. This is an example of when you touch uh, the, the private interest or the interest of some country, you see that uh, you start to build a wall or you start to be egoist in that approach. So if, if we put this at the local level and individual level, I'm not so much uh, in, uh let's say optimistic. But it doesn't mean that I'm pessimistic, I'm realistic. And I think that if we work all together uh, to achieve this uh, some step and look forward with uh, with a vision and we have a cooperation with different uh, countries that we share values and in uh, principle we can achieve and uh, of course the importance of education the importance of uh, academia the importance of the elite in the international order can play an important role because Mm. We have to also to think that there is a lot of uh, poverty around the world and a lot of people don't think about cyber security. doesn't have a, a mobile and uh, the first uh, uh, the first uh, problem that they face is to hit uh, and to, to survive. So, uh, And technology can, uh, can, uh, can help on this side so we have to put together the elite the people that are, are investing and in sports and resources uh, are on the way to lead the world so in the academia in government in research centers like yours and the companies and to be together and to for, you know, in a few can know few people we can really create important spillover that can reach uh, a lot of uh, other people in the world and the most important thing is to understand that to be conscious that uh, that for me this is my philosophy to live and to be conscious of my role in this world so studying and having this uh, interesting interview and uh, uh, understanding some important problem that, that i never faced it before i understand that uh, I feel to be uh, a player, an important player, I can play an important role if we coordinate all together in uh, creating consciousness around uh, around the world and make really important improvement by our single structure because even a single uh, flexible structure like a research center, like a small company can play an important role so yes. now the role of the single individual a small group can really make the difference against a single uh, state and yes. the role of the creativity the collective intelligence uh, the coordination um, among uh, people that have the same uh, values or idea can play so we can do the opposite of these terrorists. You Imagine that I uh, they create a state, but it's without territory. They use technology for for all these things, but they are a few groups, but they are so strong. So if you change, uh, I am using a paradox. You know, they create the evil just by using uh, the cyberspace, using uh, coordination, having a strong idea, even is. Wrong of the, uh, the the religion and so on but we see that they are so powerful because also with the instrument with the use of uh, the cyberspace and the technology and we have, uh, we, have we see how much and um, how much uh, our freedom our uh, we can be empowered by the, the technologies and through the coordination the sharing knowledge and uh, a common understanding can uh, reach important, uh, important goals. And yes, uh,
0: yes, yes, go ahead please. No, that, that, uh, I think that is a very good uh, uh, advice that you gave and very good observations and Professor Valerie, your words matter. What you say makes a difference uh, across so many institutions and so many nations. So I hope that today's dialogue that we had will help each and every nation understand the complex challenges that they are facing uh, in this uh, cyberspace. And uh, we are very honored that you spend so much of your time to come on Risk Roundup and help uh, analyze the complex challenges that nations face and uh, uh, we, just, we are very grateful that uh, you took so uh, time to evaluate this very complex risk that we each and every nation, each and every government, industries, organizations and academia face. So thank you so much for that Professor Valerio.
1: Thank you to you.
0: Now, as nations spend heavily on creating the necessary cyberspace infrastructure to bring more individuals online to derive benefits from social and economic development opportunities that the internet provides, the information communication and digitalization technologies provide, cyberspace is expected to face much greater threats in the coming years. As progress and development in cyberspace also comes with security concerns, Nations need to build national strategies that enhance information sharing between and across NGIOAI with law enforcement cooperation. In addition, each nation needs to collaborate with its industries, organizations, and academia to come up with the working cyberspace standards for both domestic and international purposes, uh, create policies that create an environment in which cyberspace innovation succeed and can gain competitive advantage Create the right mix of collaboration between industries and academia, and also incentives for educational institutions and students, thereby attracting students to acquire the skills necessary to become the workers with the skills matched to the market need of the cyberspace. Invest strategically in cyberspace infrastructure and its research and development. Enable cyberspace talent mobility. Work aggressively to support the education of a modern workforce and develop better cybersecurity norms for stability and security in not only cyberspace but geo space and space Risk Group Cybersecurity Risk Research Center is created for this very purpose so that we can collectively identify, evaluate, and manage the risk-facing NGI way in CGS, discuss, debate, and define necessary frameworks, structure, processes, tools, and technologies to manage the security risk of not only the digital global age but also of the coming technological super convergence. We at Risk Group believe that risk management, security, and peace walk together hand in hand though security is related to management of threats and peace to the management of conflict risk management is related to management of security vulnerabilities as well as management of conflict and it is not possible to conceive any one of the three without the existence of the other two all three concepts feed into each other we believe that the security we build for ourselves is precarious and uncertain until it is secure for everyone across nations Tradition becomes our security. So if you build a culture of managing risk effectively, it will lead us to security and security will lead us to peace. Let's manage the existing and emerging risk together. For more information on the Risk Roundups, to watch the Risk Roundup videos or hear the Risk Roundup podcast, please go to riskroundup.com. Do not forget to subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jayeshree Pandya, host of Risk Roundup, signing off. See you next time. Thank you.